A northerner from Huddersfield. A Londoner from London. <laughs> That's chuffing obvious. I'm Nat Richards. And I'm David Baker. And welcome to our sophisticated, civilised, refined... Oh, come off it. We're just two Brits in Oz. Having a laugh. Talking all things UK news. This is Aussie Pomcast. And welcome to another episode of Aussie Pomcast. And if you're not already, make sure you're liking and subscribing to see a bit more of us. As if you'd want any of that, really. But I mean, we, we do have a, a, a little bit of a subscribe. You sound like you don't even on. want any more of it. To be honest. <laughs> How are you going? Have you had a good week? <laughs> Brilliant. Thank you very much. Yeah, thanks good. for asking. I do ask. Sorry, yeah, I do nice. care, you know. Well, sometimes. Mm, that's not what you're saying outside. Let's get into the news and the big talking point at the moment. Cost of living. Yeah, yeah. So all anybody cares about. So all I hear my relatives whinge about back home is how much it costs. Yeah, but... They are from Yorkshire. <laughs> <laughs> Disclaimer, they are from Yorkshire. They're always whinging about everything, including the cost of things. Um, at the moment, though, I mean, this is this is quite staggering. So food prices are uh, increasing at their fastest rate since 2008. Yep. And that's uh, figures from last month, up 9.3%. Um, and 7%... Um, the month before as mm. well so things are definitely on the up that might not sound like a lot but add that to your weekly food bill and that, that oh, 10% I mean, on last yeah, year yeah it's massive yeah it's massive and uh, some of the things that have gone up as well I mean it's I mean this is just like what year did you leave the UK I'm not telling you a long time it's a ago. secret I left in 2005 <laughs> and I tell you what you could still get a bag of crisps for 30 pence back then yeah it wasn't that when I left no. yeah it's definitely gone up but I mean like <laughs> Four pints of milk. So that's what, what two litres of milk, is it? Yep. By today's money. Um, £1.16. They're sort of on a power with Aussie prices, but you do expect it to be cheaper in the UK, right? We'll let them have that. Get this, tins of beans. Yep. £3.49 on average. That's expensive for a six-pack of beans. That is expensive. They that's used to be like a cheap meal. It? Yeah. You, you know when like... people say, oh, I'm living off beans on toast? That used to be seen as yeah. a cheap ma- yep. meal. It's not anymore. Lurpak butter, get this, £3.57. Well, they're putting security tags on it a couple of weeks ago. So. I know, that's mad, isn't it? That's absolutely mad. Yeah, it's expensive right now, um, basically, yeah. as a takeaway, and it's not going to get any cheaper. Yeah, I mean, obviously, look, we're seeing it here as well. It's kind of happening all over the place at the moment, fundamentally because of the Ukraine war, some some of it, because of, obviously, difficulty getting things out of there supply-wise. Um, but, you know, there's other impacts. There's, you know, mortgage rates are going up there. I think they're at highest now that they've been since 2013 as well. So when you add that on top of your extra bills. grocery bills and yeah. energy, we know, and water has gone. And you do need that. Has sky. You do need yeah, energy. But more so over yeah. there because you need to heat your houses <laughs> yeah. when it's well, cold. Well, not recently. But not yeah, the I moment. mean, they're talking about six grand bills per year on, on power. So obviously it's gone a bit insane there with all of that stuff. So, yeah, of course it bites. And, you know, they, they're now tipping that inflation will rise to 18% at some point which is just ridiculous it's a lot. and you know what if anybody's looking and thinking the grass is green over here it's still expensive over here yeah. like, granted we're not seeing as astronomical increases here but it's expensive i'm noticing my bills going up um my husband complains i mean he's from yorkshire complains about our food bill every week <laughs> and <laughs> it is it's definitely we're seeing it across the board the only thing have microwave to, chips gone up microwave chips <laughs> <laughs> the inflation on microwave yeah, chips is an outrage <laughs> Uh, petrol though is getting cheaper over here fun fact well here sorry yeah yeah it is for a short period of time and then they're gonna the the excise is going to be put back on because it was a six-month relief and so then that's going to go up as well so everything's just going to go up yeah it's i mean yeah it's dire everywhere basically is the takeaway um it's a difficult difficult time to to be 
to be around, really, isn't it? Well, <laughs> that's that's pretty bleak, point. yeah. Um, but look, I think fundamentally it's going to be a very important thing for the next prime minister to address. That's obviously now going to be the focus mm-hmm. is how they fix the economy or what they do to the economy to bring all those things down. Um, and so, yeah, whoever takes over from Bojo has got a bit of a... A job on their hands. Oh, hopefully, they've got a big grand plan, and they're going to have to. Uh, they're going to have to do some travelling themselves as well, because uh, when they do get sworn in, they're not going to have a visit from the Queen no. uh, down in London. No, they're going to have to go up to Balmoral and yeah. see her. And you know what? Good honour. <laughs> That right. time someone went to her. Yeah. Right? yeah, you know what? She's cracking on a bit. We talk about this every week. You, you know, do. She's, yeah. <laughs> she's, I'm waiting because yeah, I went. You're to waiting. <laughs> I'm hoping she doesn't die before I go on maternity leave. <laughs> okay, cool. That's an interesting way to make it yeah, about you. Uh, anyway, yeah. So think of me, Queen, seriously. Come on, Liz. Uh, anyway, well, it, on a serious note, she has been obviously quite unwell for some time. Yep. She's got mobility issues. Yep. Um, I, I mean, granted, I mean, she's not having to walk from <laughs> Balmoral. Yeah, London, exactly. But, you know, it's an inconvenience for anybody at her age. Yeah. So, you know what? She's gone, you know what? I'm a queen. Come to me. Yeah, fair enough. I think that's fair enough. And, of you course. know, I think there should be like, I think there should be a bit more of that from the royals. They're not celebrities. They're, at, they're higher up than us. That's the whole whole idea of it, isn't it? The royals is that they're a higher power. I reckon she should just click her fingers and go, come to me. Yeah, I, but come I mean... Come visit me, Boris. I'm on my, on my holidays. It's also just a bit stupid that everybody would just keep talking about it and keep writing about it if she if she didn't do it at all. Just ask yeah. Charles to do it. Just say, you do it this time. Yeah, go on. That's Are fine. you filling for me this week? Yeah, exactly. exactly. Yeah, we're filling for me on the roster. I've got a bit of holiday coming up. Yeah, exactly. I did a late shift last last weekend. Fair enough. Yeah. You know what? I think at her age, I, I'm not going to have a crack at the Queen, but I'm going to have a crack at Meghan Markle. Well, I was going to say, no one really cares what the Queen's doing at the moment. because. Nah. Oh, my God. Is it? I mean, looking at the screen behind us, I mean, reading this headline, Nelson Mandela's grandson says, <laughs> you can't compare Sussex wedding and... Nelson Mandela's prison release. Uh, do you ever think you'd see that headline? Really, when Meghan first appeared on the scene, did you ever think that headline would appear? I don't know. The fact that we're mentioning the two in the same yeah, sentence. I know, I know. Meghan no, and Harry's wedding. I think and Nelson Mandela's <laughs> release from prison. I think you know. You know, because I don't care that much about them. You um, don't. No. Yeah. Exactly. <laughs> this is news to you. Um, that I've kind of not defended her, but kind of tried to give a different side of the story for her it must be weird coming into that family mm. all of this judgment all of this all of these things being but talked about have there. you a book coming that is one of the stupidest things i've it? heard in my it's life outrageous. honestly no south african has said to her you marrying into the family we we celebrated that the same way we celebrated the release of nelson mandela who spent 30 years and in prison and then overturned apartheid but that is that didn't happen and if that did happen and they did say it to her don't ever repeat it out loud. No, because it's, it's obviously a wind-up, isn't it? And she's <laughs> taking it seriously. Yeah. But this is what she's revealed on her Archetypes podcast. It's only the second episode and it's already, you know, making waves. Oh, but this one, um, she definitely opens up a little bit more than the first one though, right? So Yes, it's, um, yeah, look, I mean, let's let's be honest here. This isn't about the guests, it's about Megan. Yeah. So uh, this is all about promoting brand Megan. Um, I will say, as a cynic that I am. Um, well, if that's the case, she's done a like yes everybody's listening to it everybody's reading about it but she's done a terrible job of promoting her brand i, I think know. this is the w- i think this is where I a lot of people have lost point. patience i think this is the whole point though that is the whole point is to create pe- uh, this buzz that she's still relevant that people are talking about her i feel like there's Maybe. something could be coming here I feel like she's not going to stop at this level of celebrity that she's got right she's gone from being a deal or no deal girl nothing wrong with that job <laughs> 
Right. A, a very reputable job, other yep. than briefcases. Yeah, yeah. I mean, imagine it takes Briefcase a don't hold themselves, do they? Technique. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> <laughs> but uh, she's gone from that to being an actress on, you know, a TV show. Oh, we had about a million, million and a half viewers, right? Oh, I did pretty well. Probably more than this is ever going to get. <laughs> well, yeah, exactly. <laughs> more people have seen Suits than you, yeah. Uh, until we get cancelled, at least. <laughs> but um, and now she's a member of the royal family, and I feel like she's going to she's gonna run for president or something. It's going to come something like that. This is all about making her still relevant because they've stepped away from the royal family now. It's got to be the next big thing for her. And... I mean, she's got Mariah Carey on this week. Last week, it was Serena Williams. The people's princess, Mariah Carey. Mariah. Yeah, <laughs> she really resonates with the, the, the people, doesn't she? It so just bring her on. out of touch to you, I it? just, like, if she does have ambitions of running for president, which is fine, like, do, you know, if she wants to do that, that's, a, that's like, she's going to lose a lot of people that I think were okay with her. Like, I think she had some intrigue within lower socioeconomic people or, you know, people who are from less bad backgrounds, uh, sorry, worse backgrounds, because she is a normal-ish person, right? As yeah. in, she comes from... She's a proper pleb, unlike Kate Middleton's family. Yeah, exactly. But that's a really nice, like, that was actually a really intriguing thing when she first joined the family, was it someone coming out of... You know, she's straight out of Compton. No, That's what, that was the headline. Oh it's wrong. She's not from. Compton. She's not from Compton. <laughs> but no, like regal bloodline. Like she's not. No. She's not from royalty. She's not from the upper classes. She's not. She's from America for a yeah, start. She had a, but a, a, a distant relative worked for the royal family. That's oh, as really? close as you get. But yeah. if she wanted to resonate with the the people, the common people, then that is ended. There's some of the quotes as well. I mean, this comes hand in hand with uh, a magazine uh, that called The Cut. And, um, yep, there she is. I mean, people saying that she's tried to draw comparisons with Diana with her pose on the front page. I mean, look, I think there's that many photos of Diana. Yeah, exactly. That you're obviously yeah. going to find one there. They've, They've both, both got so hands. Yeah, Yeah, look, I, I think, I mean, I'm reading Tom Bauer's book at the moment. So, I, I mean, I've, I've got that in the front of my mind at the moment. And it's very anti-Megan. I will disclose that. However, she manufactures everything by the sounds of it. That was no accident. I'm saying that, that, that comparison to Diana on that front page image looking at them yeah, side yeah, but by that side could have been that's the, no that accident. could have been the cut that was it could have been but you know seeing how much sway she has they will be very thrilled I mean the cut I haven't heard of the cut before now have you uh I mean it's not really my it's not, really, it's it's not my area it's not on your iPad yeah it's <laughs> <laughs> but she's but, but, I mean, everybody's heard of them now because of Megan. She knows what she brings to a company. She knows what she's offering to them. And some of the quotes in this are just sure what, exactly what you said about her being out of touch. Uh, she goes on about how they couldn't afford their $14.5 million mansion. I mean, hello. <laughs> um, this is on literally on Millionaire's Row. The neighbours are Oprah. Yeah, sake. I mean, our audience, our audience can't afford Lurpak. But she can't afford a fourteen million. <laughs> but the thing is, some of the things she says. I mean, she says, "Oh, it was like you know when we were looking at it, we didn't have a job." I mean, yeah, you work for the royal family, but we didn't have jobs. Yeah. And so, uh, we, imagine we, not having a job and going, "We can't afford that fourteen million dollar mansion. Yeah. We've got to go a bit but lower." They still looked anyway. She's like, oh, <laughs> it just kept popping up. Felt, <laughs> yeah, it felt a bit cruel because we were window shopping, you know, and it's, it's just a bit torturous, you know. I'm like, mate. Like, <laughs> we've got people who are listening right now, I've no doubt, in the UK, can't afford their rent this week, no. that, you know, this is the only bit of light relief they get, and it's the only reason they kept the Wi-Fi going is to listen to it. <laughs> <laughs> wow, <okay. laughs> no. no. Cut the Wi-Fi, if that's the reason. <laughs> yeah, <it is. laughs> um, but, yeah, like, uh, this is, she's so out of touch. I mean, and, and this is somebody that, look, I mean, 
in America, I'm sure it's no different. The cost of living there will be a problem too. Uh, this hasn't gone down well in America either. Anyone. Like this hasn't got like some of the headlines. Oh uh, yeah, no. scathing, haven't they? And Americans have turned against her. That's yeah. quite interesting because yeah. it was always the British press against her. The British press are racist. They mm. don't like to see a woman of colour joining the royal family. Well, now the Americans are on board too. Yeah, and look, I I have to say that I. Honestly, I think there was a subconscious or unconscious reality to that, the whole misogyny or the racial element of it. I, like, I think we all hope and believe that that isn't the case. But I think there's some seated problem where that has come into play. Yes. Um, and now, unfortunately, none of it matters because she's just... She's just talking like it's oh, just, and yeah. and the one th- the thing she did in this that I've I've never ever seen anybody ever do in an interview is ask specifically for the interview interviewer. This is amazing. Yeah, to to articulate or, or articulate or write down her noises. So she wanted yeah. her to describe. So yeah, right. yeah. Oh. She, Megan Tuts. Yeah, Megan. Makes guttural noises. Yeah, guttural noises keeps That's coming out. But the one that we, <laughs> like, she just puts, it's hard to describe what this is. Moaning, probably. <laughs> cool. My God. She's so just moaning through an interview. I mean. Please don't write a book, Megan. Exactly. <laughs> I couldn't. Hard uh, to describe what this is. And then on Sunday, I couldn't afford a $14 million mansion. Moaning, she said. <laughs> yeah, it's. Mate, really. It's a bit I, weird. I know. Look, I'm, I'm just, I'm so over her right now. And I, I just do not think any of this is, is helping. But I think it, it is helping create this buzz around her. It's cr- making people listen the next week. Yeah. The worst thing that could happen for her is this podcast to be a total flop. Yeah. Um, and it's not going to be because it's her and because she's sparking these headlines yeah. every single week. Now. But I mean, the other thing she said, which again, it's just a, a bit... It's just a lacking self-awareness is that she said she hasn't signed anything to say that she can't say anything, but she's just that good that she wouldn't say anything. So she won't say anything. But, but then she just kind of said some stuff. She contradicts so herself. Yeah, and as she's just, just done. And her and Harry have done pretty much since they both came on the scene as a couple. Yeah. There's a lot of this going on. I'm really not liking hearing it. It's just... I mean, and the hard thing is as well, these are like these are still members of the royal family. No matter how you put it, they might not be working members, mm. but they're still very much high up in the hierarchy there. I mean, compared to, you know, the, the ones, you know, but look, we, the Beatrices and the Eugenies. We the, all buy our houses based on the fact the two palm trees in the garden intertwine with each other. Oh, like. That's another line. That's another <laughs> line. So the palm trees intertwine with each other and it's like mummy and daddy. Like, just no. Like, Really? I'd look at that and go, that's going to cost a lot to chop them down. (laughs) Effort. Can we get that on Strata? (laughs) Honestly. Right, yeah. Massively out of touch. And I think she's she's trying to resonate with that Hollywood set, you know, prove that she... She belongs there. And look, she has proven that she belongs there, but for all the wrong reasons, unfortunately. She's everything everybody dislikes about Hollywood and about the the mega celebs. And yeah, well... I don't know how this is going to wash with the royal family. I don't know. Do you reckon the Queen's listened? I mean, well, she's saved a few hours on a trip to London, hasn't she? She goes, oh, stick architects on. Let's see what she's saying. Yeah, and she's already caught up on this one. So, yeah, yeah so she'd probably just This go, is priority. Yeah, This exactly. is first on the playlist. Yeah, she's, she listens to this yeah. three times and then she listens to yeah, that. She goes, yeah, she goes, this day I'm on the way out. I'm not. <laughs> exactly. Lurk back, they say. Um, yeah, the one thing I don't buy into, though, is that it has any kind of deliberate... Um, release date or anything to coincide with Diana's the death I think, of Diana. I mean, there's always going to be some anniversary exactly. or something, yeah, isn't yeah. there? Yeah, and yeah. So, obviously, that was this week. Obviously, you know... Oh, 25 years. I know. Where 25. were you when you found out? Uh, I was on my way to go and play football. I remember it very vividly, actually. Were yeah. you? Mm. Yeah. 
Done. Yeah, did, where, where, <laughs> I thought you were gonna. I thought you might divulge no, what no, you were as well. I, well, I was no. I remember switching the telly on on, a, and I remember watching one. And you know, it was a kids' TV or whatever for me and my younger brother, and just being flowers on every channel, switching it off again because going oh, all these flowers about. And then my grandma called and told us and said, "Get your mum out of bed. Um, you've heard what's happened." And then she told us, and I remember the guy down the supermarket crying oh, really? at the local shop. Mm. Yeah, so he wasn't. He was very upset and. Yeah, that went on. That that felt like that Diana, you know, whole more period of mourning. Mm. It was like nothing you'd ever seen. Yeah, I, m- I, like, I remember it really vividly, actually. I what it was yeah. like over there. I'd, I'd, I'd like to know whether it was oh, same similar, I would have thought, yeah. Um, like but, two weeks of news, basically, mm. all about Diana. But yeah, and, you know, I'd just 25 years has gone very quickly. But, mm. I mean, it, it does show you the power of her and her influence and all the things that she'll be remembered for, which are all good things, predominantly, yeah. um, are still being talked about now. I like a quarter of a century later, really. So. Yeah, I think Megan trying to compare herself to Diana. With a, I mean, maybe she is, maybe she isn't. But I, I mean, I'm I think s- she's, sorry, she's got a way to come. Uh, yeah, I think she can be as disruptive, and I mean that in a positive way, to something that probably needs disrupting. But I think she might have gone about Diana it the wrong did that way. in her own way, though. Yeah, but I mean, she was very endearing, and I think it, it, the thing about Diana as well is that. She didn't seem to do this for her. She seemed to do this because she genuinely thought she could do good. And don't get me wrong, she did play the press from all by all yeah, accounts. I think that's a little bit of. But it's not all about her brand. I think There's that's a bit. Nos- a brand. I think that's a bit nostalgic, and it's also comparing a very different era, where true, like you couldn't manage your social media accounts or your or like as in. But she put up with just as much flack from the press. Yeah, yeah, and, and the cha- yeah. Uh, chasing from. Um, paps and whatnot. She put up with just as much. Yeah. I said there was a lot less in place to help help people back then. Um, and and yeah, you couldn't get your own message out on social media. Speaking of which, actually, just going back to the Megan thing. Megan now says that they're going to start up Instagram again. So oh, I good. am so looking forward <laughs> to it. Yeah. Yeah. Well, I, I think that's it's just going to give us so much fodder in this game, isn't it? Just like, ju- oh my gosh. Yeah. Wow. Okay. So yeah. Well. Megan, I think uh, we all wish you'd go on strike like the Garbos. But she's not. <laughs> not Do you like that segue? That's pretty good. That's the that's weirdest segue in the okay. entire time that we've done yeah. this. Yeah, this, this is pretty good. So, uh, con Garbos over here. Yeah. Just been men or women. Just been people. Oh, that makes them sound like the, that thing from the Muppets, doesn't it? Groucho. Yeah. Not Groucho. That's a Marx the, brother. Do you know what I mean? You know what? I yeah. just know what I mean, don't yeah. you? Yeah. 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 Anyway. People collect people's rubbish, yeah. right? <laughs> I don't know what, like, what do they call them? Waste disposal. You know, like, technicians. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Waste Experts. disposal technicians. They've yeah. gone on strike anyway, yeah. basically. Uh, not over their job title, I might add. <laughs> 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 so, um, I mean, this is particularly in Scotland, um, and they're saying it could run until November. Wh- so they yeah. just see big piles of rubbish appearing in the street. I mean, this is isn't madness. It's uh, pretty. It's pretty clever, though. Like as in, in, so basically, this is this is Edinburgh, but so um, so what's going on in Edinburgh right exactly. now? Exactly. So they coincided it to run with the Edinburgh Fringe Festival, which is Scotland's biggest kind of draw card, really. And like, this is the only thing that happens in Scotland. No, but it's a big. The Queen's draw there. Ca- there must be something kicking no, on in I've Scotland. Been there, I've been there twice. You've been to Scotland twice. I no, used to have to go to the every Edinburgh year. Fringe oh. Festival. <laughs> we used to get dragged there every year in a caravan. Well, you're not selling it. <laughs> <laughs> I went because I wanted to go. You got dragged in a caravan. They're different things. That's carry what I'm on, saying. Carry on. Edinburgh Fringe. It's a big, deal. It's a big yeah. deal. And so it brings in lots of people. It's probably their their biggest intake of tourists. I would have thought in a short short period of time. And they decided to coincide their two week strike during this period. And imagine that. Just 
so much yeah. room. Like, as in, you've probably already got three times the amount of waste that you'd normally have in the city because so many people are there. And it's just piling Nobody's up in the middle of the, the street. Rubbish. Oh, man. It just shows you how much rubbish we throw away, though, doesn't it, as well? Like, how much of a job these people do. Um, I, I mean, what they're saying is it could be a, a, clearly a risk to human health. Yeah. There could be rats, vermin. That's bound to happen. It does. It looks like something from the olden days, doesn't it? In fact, that picture probably is from the olden days, to be fair. <laughs> but um, I, I think this just kind of feeds, coming full circle, feeds back into the whole cost of living thing, mm. the whole inflation thing. You know, there's obviously been a lot of public service strikes and um, lots of people asking for wage increases in line with inflation. Yeah, we do have this footage as well. Yeah. Um, so, so this is uh, these are the sort of demands that they're making. Because I still mention about, right, because it's quite simple. Get your horn in the, your pocket, put your horn in the back of the couch, because there's always money there. It's how you choose to spend that money. And you need to start spending on these heroes here. Because if you don't, we're going to continue to take straight action. We're going to continue letting the rubbish pile up. And if you're not going to pay to, uh, if you're not going to pay to uh, put your rubbish out, at least pay for this chap's elocution lessons. Cheapers, <laughs> creepers. Do you understand a word that? And that's coming from me. I think it's some something, something about money down the couch. Yeah, and then something about a battered Mars bar, and yeah. that's all I got from it. Yeah. <laughs> No. Yeah, definitely. Sorry. This is the week we get cancelled. <laughs> this is the week we outstrip Megan in terms of audience this week. Oh, oh dear. dear, do we need to call it a day before we get cancelled? Oh, God. Well, I think well, we do. You don't want to talk about sport? Let's talk about a bit about sport. We'll talk a little we bit about sports. Sports. The sports. The sports. Oh, yeah, no, look, not We talk about F1 a lot in our house. Oh, yeah, okay. put that out there. Yeah, obviously, Daniel Ricciardo's a hot topic. Aussie. Because he's done. He's from here, isn't he, as well? Yeah, yeah, big deal. But he's I've done. Seen, you know, we've seen him a couple of times hanging around here. I haven't. Hanging around here? Yeah, carrying up shopping centre. My, my husband's seen him at carrying up shopping centre. No joke. We said the Aussie pom car set. Like, you've seen him hanging around. <laughs> yeah, what are you doing? Yeah. All right, get Dan. Out, yeah, get How out of the way. Going? That's why you're not doing so good, mate. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> hanging around here with us. Need some driving lessons. <laughs> um, yeah, so he's done, right? That's Yeah, well, you oh, know, he's, he hasn't got another team lined up yet, but he's been dropped by McLaren. Mm-hmm. Um, at the end of the year he's not very happy about it but you won't be able to tell because he's grinning ear to ear in the footage where he talks about it and why is that? because he's getting a lot of money <laughs> yes exactly so, uh, yeah you get a lot of money for um, coming out of your contract early um, I, I think what this talk it could be 14 to 22 million dollars he buy a mansion in California for that he could he could two, help Megan out two intertwined palm trees oh can you imagine mm. that would be a match made in heaven wouldn't it Daniel <laughs> Ricciardo and Megan buy the ultimate I mega mansion I don't think you can split them up <laughs> like do, Harry and Megan but, just <laughs> <laughs> but do the palm trees intertwine um, yeah well uh, it's a big deal um, and it's, it's got not got a team lined up this talk he could even go to NASCAR mm-hmm um, and go banger racing as, as we call it in NASCAR. Um, Who calls it that? Banger racing. <laughs> That's what it is, isn't it? It's just round and round and round. Um, yeah, well, That's I don't know F1 what he does. I, w- I don't think he'll come back here to WA. No. No, he, he, live in Monaco. he lives in Monaco. Yeah. So, I mean, all this talk about him being a homegrown, I mean, yeah, he was for a little bit, but yeah, it's like us, you know. Buggered off somewhere nicer. <laughs> yeah, but it's the same as Luton. Uh, Luton. Luton Ruben, Hamilton. Just like Luton. Luton. Just like Luton. Lewis Hamilton, who did the same. He, wasn't he? He was from Stevenage, and then he, yeah. but he lived in Monaco. He was straight out of Compton, yeah, you know? <laughs> straight out of Stevenage. <laughs> and then went to Monaco as soon as he got the chance, yeah, or wherever it goes. Why yeah. wouldn't you? You know, if I had that kind of money, I would too. Um, well, yeah, we, we get to hear what's going to happen with him, but obviously we've been very proud to have a West Aussie um, in the F1 for such a long time. I have. <laughs> yeah. You sound like you're going to cry. I'm not going to cry over him getting it's been millions so of dollars. Nice. It's been so nice to watch someone from Perth come sixth and sometimes eighth. 
in races oh, that no one cares off. about or watches. Get what? <laughs> well, hopefully somebody is still watching here. You got any sports you want to talk about? How y'all got on this week? Uh, played West Ham overnight. It was a draw. We've been playing quite badly, but doing okay. So it's not the end of the world. But all eyes now will move on to um, Champions League because we're playing in that next week. So that would be good. Um, and, and the big talking point this week, I don't know if you saw it, was the Richarlison thing. Him mm-hmm. juggling the ball on the... Yeah. I mean, I think it was quite funny. And I think he's going to bring a lot to our team. But probably best don't do that. Yeah. As, as someone that plays football, I know that everybody I've ever played football with would have absolutely nailed it. <laughs> so, yeah, maybe don't do that. In the yeah, rooms. don't do that. <laughs> oh, yeah, we won't talk about Huddersfield because uh, we're going nowhere. <laughs> um, well, that's it for us. I think we should let people get off and uh, focus on earning money for their expensive bills. <laughs> uh, well, hopefully, we'll see you next week. Thanks for watching. Aussie Pomcast is brought to you by the West Australian and Perth Now. Hosted by Natalie Richards and David Baker. Our producers are Kate Ryan and Natalie Bonjolo. You can find other podcasts produced by 7 West Media by searching for The West Australian wherever you get your podcasts.